welcome to an extremely goofy podcast. Yay! With your hosts, Lexi and Ashlyn. With your hosts, with the most, Lexi and Ashlyn. Woo! I thought you were going to say ghost hosts. I was going to be like, this is going up after Halloween. So, well, we tried. Well, we put up the Haunted Mansion one before Halloween. So it's like, that was the Halloween episode. That was the Halloween episode. So we're good. Happy Halloween week. Welcome to November. No, not yet. It is currently October 26th. No, this is going to go up in November. Terror. <laughs> okay. Welcome to November. Yes, welcome to November. Uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about costumes. Costumes of the Disney parks. Yes, specifically Disney World. Nice, because that's what I'm familiar with. Yes, yes. I figured that we should keep it hometown. Um, something that Ash was pretty familiar with in her past life and something that I also just feel like had a little bit more photos that we could reference. Yeah, definitely. I was in the trenches of Magic Kingdom costuming back in the day. I, I'm sure you were. What? Which land were you stationed at the most? I feel like we've talked about this. But... That is a great question. So I worked in like five different locations in the Magic Kingdom. Okay. In all different lands. Okay. I was in all of the lands. You were in all of the lands. Yep. There was not one land that I did not work in. Um so I had a lot of costumes and at the time, I don't know if this is still true, but there was a rule that you could only take home like three or four costumes at a time. So I always had some costumes for like possible shifts I could get, but if they decided to go kind of rogue and schedule me for something that I wasn't usually in, I would not have the costume for it. It would be yeah. a full panic, stressful situation to get to Magic Kingdom costuming before my shift. Because wasn't it a whole ordeal? Yeah, it really was. I mean, you know, technically costuming. So every park has its own costuming building. Um, yeah. I don't really know what the situation is for the other parks. But in the Magic Kingdom, costuming is um, located at West Clock. So you're allowed to like park at West Clock. And then you have to take a bus to go to, from West Clock to the Magic Kingdom to work. Oh, no. Yeah. So sometimes it happened a couple of times. I got to work at my location locked in discovered I was actually scheduled for a shift in a different land like they changed it last minute so mm-hmm. then I had to go all the way back on the bus back to West Clock to go to costuming to change the clothes and then I could come all the way back oh my god that's so and how long were the bus rides it's a short bus ride but the problem is whenever you have to walk through like the full tunnel like mm-hmm. that's probably like a 10 or 15 minute haul through the tunnel oh, no yeah, and then you have to take the bus, go to costuming, get back on the bus. Um, I can't remember, like, when they did the security checkpoint. I think that's to get on the bus for West um, to go to Magic Kingdom, like, at West Clock. Okay. So I had to, like, go through security to get back on the bus, to go back to the tunnel, to walk through the tunnel, to get back to my location. So it was, I mean, if I had to do it, like, it was, like, a 20 to 30-minute process to go and get a new costume. It was it was a crazy time. Um I wrote down some fun facts about costuming. Oh, yes. Please divulge us with the fun facts before we go in. Okay. Yes. So first of all, at Magic Kingdom, there were two different costuming locations. One was in the tunnel, and that was only for entertainment and cast members. 
And if you walked by it, you would see like 40 different Mickey heads just sitting there. That must have been creepy. And you weren't allowed to have your phone on you. Right, I know. So I don't have any photos of it, but it was weird. Um, plus, you know, I wouldn't want to rack the magic, but, like, to show off all these decapitated Mickeys. But um, I think that's all of the magic. That is <laughs> the most magical thing about the Utilidors. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was the Sephir costuming building for the peasants of the Magic Kingdom, the non-entertainment roles. <laughs> so, food. Yeah. Okay. Attractions, food, character attendance, I think. I don't think character attendants were rolled into the entertainment costuming, but I could be wrong. Um, everything else, basically, that wasn't like, you know, a princess ball gown or the Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. costume <laughs> was yep. in the Suffer building. Oh, no. I read that there are 2.5 million costume pieces across Walt Disney World. 2.5 million? million yes that's a lot of costume pieces yes uh apparently there are 3700 costume designs which i imagine is actually quite a bit higher now because i think that this was like before they had like galaxy's edge and other locations Mm -hmm. eight miles of costume racking across all of the parks yeah that makes sense it makes sense to me too because even magic kingdom costuming was massive I, like, I don't, like, I don't think I ever walked, like, the full length of it or anything, because it was really big. Yeah. Mickey Mouse alone has 290 different costumes. Huh. Yeah. Why do they need that many Mickey costumes? Actually, don't answer that question. I know why they need that many Mickey costumes. However, it's odd to me. It's a lot. It's a lot of Mickey costumes. Yeah. What it makes it wait so like the regular Mickey or are we saying like fancy Mickey's like see I'm wondering that as well it didn't specify but I'm I'm assuming that this counts things like whenever he meets in his safari uniform in Animal Kingdom and then mm-hmm. like in his um, magician get up for um, Magic Kingdom in the right. special I don't know, what is that place called you know what I mean sure where you meet him and you meet him and he's magician Mickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorcerer Mickey. Sorcerer Mickey. Mickey. Or or like Magician Mickey, because there's two different Mickeys. There's both. Okay. So, I mean, you know, we're up to three right there. <laughs> right there. Not let alone, you know, 50th anniversary Mickey. Mm. Yes. Christmas, Christmas Mickey. Christmas Mickey. Halloween <laughs> Mickey. I've seen a New Year's Mickey. It's a lot of Mickey. Easter Mickey. Oh, yeah. Easter Mickey. I love Easter Mickey. Easter Mickey is key. Um, yeah. Okay, so I guess 200 makes sense. That That's fine. Yep. Each year, 650,000 yards of fabric are used on costumes. That's so much fabric. I knew you'd like that fact. That's so much fabric. I can't even conceptualize it because I don't really know, like what a yard of fabric does but like I don't know what that equates to but in terms of like clothes I mean like a pair of pants is usually like one yard one to two yards of fabric for normal jeans it's like 1.1 to like 1.7 um yards of fabric depending on like the details but if, like, at most, a normal jean is two yards of fabric, and you're saying that there is over 600, 
thousand yards of fabric each year going into costuming. That's asinine. That's absolutely asinine. That's so crazy to me. And I don't really understand, like, are they making new costumes for these roles? Like, maybe they have to, like, wear out a pair of pants, you know, so you have to make a new pair of pants. Right. Um, Are these just repairs? Like, what's happening? Because it's not like they're adding this many roles per year. So they must just be retiring some costume pieces and then making new ones. Right. Or, like, giving them a little rejudge. Yeah. Because you had to return the costumes after your shift, right? So the amount of time they're being washed and worn worn and washed is like multiple times in a week Mm -hmm. so I mean I guess that would make sense but that's still a lot of fabric it seems like a lot like a normal bulk order for fabric is like like a minimum order for fabric is like three three thousand yards um and then I think in terms of like booking like in my old life, we'd book like 50,000 yards for the year. Oh, wow. Yeah. 50,000 yards of like grayish, which is um, what fabric would be made of before it actually turns into like an actual knitted or woven um, quality for fabric. So like just 50,000 yards of grayish for the entire year. For a really, really large program. So, like, I'm just thinking over 600,000 yards of fabric is so much. And is that just for Disney World? I think so. That's a lot. It was really interesting because it seemed like most costumes for most roles had, like, a lot of different pieces to them. Mm -hmm. So, for all of my costumes, I had a shirt and pants, obviously, but then I also had a hat, like a bow tie, and like other kind of miscellaneous things, belts. Yeah. Um, so, there were kind of like additional pieces that you wouldn't think about. Did you guys get Disney um, or rather like costume specific socks? I think we were allowed to buy our own socks. Okay. But my memory's a bit fuzzy on the socks. Yeah, no, we definitely were able to buy our own socks because I still have a couple of weird pairs of them. <laughs> they had to be, like, black or white and, like, mm-hmm. I think ankle socks. Okay. Um, yeah. And then we had to buy our own shoes. And since we were in food, we had to have, like, those special, like, non-slip yep. um, shoes that they make you wear in kitchens. Yep. Fun. I actually, like, um, remember back in the day on the Facebook page facebook group for people who worked at disney at the time um whenever their programs would end they would like throw their shoes into this one lake at vista way (laughs) they would i never did because i would never pollute the environment and harm the ducks like that Um, and also like all that money just to be thrown into the lake i definitely threw mine away because i was like i don't need these in my next life but um I would not have tossed them in a lake. That's horrible. Oh no, that's doing way too much. Yeah. I don't know, like, what's going on with the whole Vista Wave property now that Disney doesn't own it anymore, I think. But I'm curious, like, if they dredged the lake, would it be full of shoes? Like, what's going I on? I don't even know how many pairs of shoes are in that lake. I know. Me too. I'm genuinely curious. It's kind of like the... <laughs> 
Um, it's kind of like the rumor that people would throw their loved one's ashes. How many people's ashes do they are like just in the trash? Because a lot, I bet. Yeah, I bet a lot. Like that's so much. So much. It's awful. Terrible. Yuck. Um, okay, my last fun fact, mm. and I'm hoping that this is dated, but whenever I worked at Disney back in like 2013, mm-hmm. princess gowns only went up to a size 10, no. and that only fit a 120-pound female. <sighs> I hope it has changed. Plus, I don't know like what size 10 actually fits a 120-pound person. Like, confusing to me, but... Yeah. Yeah, I'm really hoping that that's not true anymore. Based on what they were looking for in terms of, like, casting princesses. Back in the day, whenever I was going to casting calls, I was, like, so panicked about my weight. I remember before my first ever casting call, I ate, like, nothing but spinach salads for, like, a month. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was also, like, not in a healthy, like, period of time for my brain. No. Um, but I was so worried that I would gain weight and that they wouldn't want me to be a princess and like jokes on me because like they didn't want me anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> they still didn't want me even when really skinny. So like. <laughs> Their loss. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's in the past now, bug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, those were my fun facts about costuming. I've actually never heard any of those ones. Good. Before. Yeah, so those are all new to me so hopefully they're all new to others uh yeah the only fun fact that i've got about disney costuming is that nothing i've got nothing (laughs) we you know we've talked about costuming in the past whenever we talked about the changes to disney look to become more inclusive which was fantastic amazing i wonder because i have obviously have not been to a disney park in over a year so I wonder how people how cast members are starting to look with the rules eased up a little bit I'm curious too it'll be really interesting to see photos of that in the future yeah because I also feel like there are so many costumes that are just long sleeves that like I never really saw a problem or not a problem, but I never understood why Disney, like, had all of these crazy rules. Because most, if not all of the costumes are long sleeves or, like, yeah. have longer pants. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're wearing, like, a t-shirt um, or shorts or whatever, like, okay, yeah, iffy. Or if you're a princess, iffy. But anyhow. I agree. I'm curious as to how it's changed things. What was your favorite, or I guess what was your least favorite costume to wear? Uh, oh, we're going to skip right into this, huh? Yes, because I do, I do remember that I did ask you what your favorite costume was. My favorite costume was my Main Street costume. Yes. And my least favorite costume <laughs> <laughs> that I had to wear. Okay, my least favorite costume was this one. What in the fuck is this? I look so young, first of all. I'm, like, so small and so young in these photos. I'm small because all I ate was spinach because I thought that was the key <laughs> to getting into Disney entertainment. Um, you look like you're drowning in this shirt. 
Well, that's how all of my costumes were. All of my costumes were massive on me. And I think that they're just like that for everybody. I feel like the sizing is just so messed up. Yeah. the I mean, like, you take a look at all of the costumes at Disney. Like, every single photo that I saw, all of them. Ill-fitting. I understand that they don't want something to be, like, skin-tied on somebody and, like, you know, too sexy for the children. Like, I get that. However, I'm pretty sure this was a small shirt and, like, small pants. Small shirt! Yeah, and it still looked like this on me. And, yes, I will be posting this unfortunate photo of myself on Instagram. But I ask that you be kind. Small shirt. I'm sure it was the smallest that they had. That's wild. It literally looks like you're wearing a pajama top. First of all, this could have changed. And I think I mentioned this in the inclusive costuming episode. But at the time that I worked there, all of their costumes were quote unquote unisex in the sense that they were all designed for men. So like nothing really fits the right way on me. No, because you Um, are a little voluptuous. And so nothing really fits. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing fit. It was horrible. It was horrible. Um, Oh, I don't even know if I said this was my quote-unquote west side costume which worked for frontierland adventureland and liberty square liberty square you would look like this in liberty square which doesn't feel right to me like was the the was the thought process that like you were a cowboy strutting along into a town that was just founded and now you're home after being almost eaten alive by bears that is what it looks like i don't know (laughs) well at least you don't know it was really odd and this like this was the time period whenever new fantasy land had just opened and so they were still kind of figuring out what costumes were going to work for what lands Mm -hmm. and i remember there was a period of time where like we could wear our tomorrowland costume in storybook circus land yeah and then like Partway through me working there, all of a sudden it was like, now you you have to wear the Fantasyland costume in Circus. In Circus? Yeah. Wait, okay, so I could see Fantasyland more so in store, like, at the at Storybook Land than I do mm-hmm. this outfit in... Liberty Square. In Liberty Square, yeah. Like... It was, it was odd. I hated these pants... The pants don't look bad, though. The pants are cute. I hated them so much because, like, there was so much extra fabric in the front. So, like, they honestly didn't look right in person. Mm -hmm. Um, I could never get the strings of my top to be even either. And (laughs) this isn't just, like, a one-off weird photo. Like, I tried multiple shirts, and they never worked. So it always just looked like that. Huh. It was weird. I do feel that the pants always are not flattering mm-hmm never flattering yeah yeah and not to like flex on like oh I was so skinny but like the belts that they had were always too big too yeah. and so I I never had a belt that was actually doing like what a belt should do <laughs> and I really needed it too how did you get this one to work I think this one just looked right for the photo honestly okay um the worst was my main street pants though like my main street pants were always falling down always sagging the belt that we had for the main street costume like did not do anything uh it was just not good no like whenever the new fantasy land costumes came out 
they definitely were like designed along gender lines, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm curious if Disney's even still doing that since they've changed the guidelines so much. But at least it meant that like I actually had a costume that fit me properly. Yeah. <laughs> for like the first time since I started working there. Yes. Yeah. Because actually one of the um, photos that I did pull was of the new Fantasyland costumes because mm-hmm. I felt like they were just so different than what we had seen in terms of like cast member costuming. Yeah. Um where it wasn't just like an oversized jacket <laughs> um or a poorly tailored like bellhop outfit adjacent. <laughs> While I don't necessarily think that like separating the costumes to be gendered the way that they did I think that it definitely elevated CM costuming yeah I agree I know that whenever the inclusive guidelines first came out there was like now a rule that you could wear whichever gender costume you felt comfortable in right and I think that like something like that is a really good solution to how things were going whenever I worked there because nothing fit me nothing looked right and I can imagine that if you already don't feel comfortable like in whatever costume you have then mm-hmm. the ability to like just expand out to another costume like that would be wonderful people's bodies are just built so differently yeah exactly I know for like me like I'd be comfortable in like men's pants or in women's pants but I also know that like yes the men's pants have like that extra fluff in at the front but <laughs> <laughs> um but also at the same time I also think that they fit me better or like just mm-hmm. fall on my body better Right? Totally. So it's like, I'm glad that there's that cast members now have the ability to be like, okay, yeah, I want to wear this, especially when you're working like eight, nine, 10 hour days. Um, yeah. Being comfortable is so, so, so key. And like, and you tell me if I'm incorrect, but every costume at Disney World is like, looks like it's made out of polyester. And, you know, that's not really comfortable as it is. So you got to find the joy in some things. For sure. Yeah. And working for any employer kind of strips you of your individuality. individuality. But whenever you have to wear like a strict uniform, it's that much harder to feel like a person. Yeah. (laughs) And if you're in a uniform that you don't like, and that you're uncomfortable in, that's like a whole nother level of like depersonalization. Especially at a job that like a lot of people do take because they want to help make magic. Right. You can't help make magic if you don't feel like magic yourself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I felt so good working at Disney and like being a part of that legacy. And it's like a feeling that I want to recapture so badly. But at the same time, it's a really difficult job to be a frontline cast member. Like you are braver than a U.S. Marine. Um, (laughs) You have more gall and more strength and courage than a lot of people, including the Navy. I agree. I agree. We're going to get canceled for this. Um, But I mean, it was a tough job. And like any service job, it's crazy difficult. Any service industry job is so hard. Um, But Disney is like it on steroids. Oh, a thousand percent. Just like the customer base. The entitlement. 
the customer base, which I get it. I get it. Like you are paying a very small fortune to be at Disney. However, I don't know, like I'm just so on the basis of like morals and like being nice to people. Yeah. Like, just act like a human being. Just act like a human being. There's absolutely no way that, like, there's no reason for you to act this way, like, at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And that can open up an entirely different can of worms, but none that are related to Disney, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, braver than the U.S. Navy. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, yes, this was my least favorite costume um, I hated it so much. <laughs> I just felt so like ugly and there's nothing fun about the Frontierland costumes in my opinion. They're just no. so like one note. Yeah. It's, it's like a white shirt and khakis. <laughs> it's very much like they really did not have to make this costume themselves. They could just go to um Bass Shop Base Bass, Bass Shop Pro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Her khakis and a nice lace up polo, whatever that's supposed to be. Yeah, I, I know. It's a rugby shirt. I don't know. <laughs> it might be. Um, and throw a hat. Yeah, a simple hat. You can find this hat at any Goodwill. <laughs> Truly. I had to have a hat for, like, all my locations since I worked outside. I don't know if that was a union rule or if, like, there was some lawsuit along the way that was, like, people are getting sun poisoning. <laughs> Probably. But I always had to wear a hat. <laughs> I mean, the hat adds a nice touch. It would It would be less effective without the hat I feel like I agree I agree the hat tells you I'm a cowboy <laughs> yes a thousand percent Liberty Square though that's the part that I'm it's weird and I'm actually not like I don't think that they still have outdoor foods as like a um I think maybe the popcorn cart in Liberty Square has now been given over to like a different business unit because i've noticed that they're now wearing the same costumes that the cast members wear at um just throughout liberty square like the same long dress with a bonnet Mm -hmm. instead of this uh, cowboy thing huh yeah because it was actually kind of interesting like we're supposed to be talking about costuming but i'm just like sharing everything so whenever you think of like outdoor food vendors, like there's mm-hmm. the popcorn carts, but then there's also like the churros and like yes. the turkey legs mm-hmm. and the churros and the turkey legs were technically a different um, business unit. Oh, so they had yeah. costumes. Yeah. So they had different costumes um, everywhere. Always a different thing. And a couple of times I went to costuming and I was like, I need the hat for like this land. And they would give me the wrong hat because they would get confused about like, is it outdoor foods that has it or is it, I think they were called stands. Just oh. stands. <laughs> I what, don't know. What was considered a stand and what was considered outdoor food? Because the turkey Churros, legs. turkey legs, pretzels okay. were all stands. And then outdoor food was just like popcorn and ice cream. Oh. And nuts. Yes, I forgot that you could buy nuts. Yes. Huh. Yeah, so that was kind of interesting too. So I'm thinking that maybe that popcorn cart has been taken over or they've changed the costume. I don't know, but. Yeah. Or maybe maybe they gave people the option to switchy, switchy. Maybe not, but. Yeah, I don't know. Just an observation from afar, so. Uh-huh. Well, I'm interested because what you worked at Disney as a CM almost 10 years ago. So, oh, so long. No. 
if you would have told me that I wouldn't be back at Disney at this point in my life, like I would not have believed you. You would have had a breakdown. I absolutely would have. Like my whole plan was like, okay, I'm gonna like graduate college and work for Disney. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna graduate from grad school and work for Disney. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna work somewhere else that's not Disney. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all you making moves. You are making yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, divine timing and whatever, whatever. Yes, so. exactly. Okay, do you have a photo of your favorite costume? Oh, shoot. I would have to find it. Okay, valid. <laughs> I just saw the photo of me in the Casey's Corner costume. Send! <laughs> okay. Looking back, I think it wasn't as bad as I felt it was that day. At the time, I was like, this is the ugliest I've ever been in my whole life. Oh, my God. I forgot they looked like that. Yeah. You know, the whole, like, was it a sep- Was it two separate things? Was it, like, the shirt and the pants separate? Mm-hmm. Okay. It would have been cute as a onesie. Yeah, I think it was shirt, pants, and then, um, that, like, that. whatever thing that <laughs> is on the front. I don't know sports, but, you know, whatever that thing that they put on baseball people is, like, the shield thing. <laughs> oh, that's supposed to be what? Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, no, no. I don't know. Man. I do like the pants. The pants are cute. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't think it's as bad as I thought it was that day. Valid. In retrospect, but man. Could it get worse, though? Yeah. It can't get worse, no. You can't make that costume worse. It's like I said on one of our merch reviews, like, I wish that they could have, like, the Casey's um, dress that they're now selling in the dress shop. Yes. Be, like, the... Costume. Be one of the costumes. Yeah, because I feel like that's definitely more in line than whatever you were wearing in in this photo. I think it's, like, very thematic for baseball, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not sporty, <laughs> so no. I was like... I don't want to wear this. And I think at the time I was like, I don't eat hot dogs. Like I had like so many issues that day. Yeah. I wasn't even supposed to be there. Like it was just like a weird situation where like, I think they had like, they had like too many cast members call out that day or something. So they like drafted somebody from my area to go to Casey's corner. And then I got stuck wearing that. Yeah. And then they were like, ah, it's going to be Ashlyn. (laughs) Sorry. I also got drafted one day to go to Pecos Bill, but that was, like, honestly my favorite shift of all time because I had, like, this very long, like, twirly dress. Oh. It was great. I was like, I want these people to adopt me. Like, I want to stay here. The leaders are so nice. So you never got a – like, they just slotted you to wherever. You would never really get – Yeah. But you always worked at Magic Kingdom. I was always at Magic Kingdom, but I was, like, always in a different area. And I didn't have, like, say on anything. I heard rumors that you could, like – you know, tell them your preferences and like call some number and like say, you know, I'm only going to work like at Fantasyland. But I never did that. And I was mostly on Main Street. Yeah. It's popcorn. I mean, like I had my preferences. Like I liked Main Street the most because you could watch the fireworks, you could watch the parades. Um, and that kind of helped like divide up the day. Yeah. The worst location in my, well, I don't know. Because Frontierland was horrible. I hated working over there. And Adventureland, there's nothing there. And, like, there's this one car in Adventureland where it's, like, honestly really dark at night. And it was, like, kind of scary. And there's, like, it's, like, um back where the Jungle Cruise is, yeah. like, in front of it. It's, like, very dark in that area. Yeah. 
So it was just kind of scary, and you could, like, hear noises from, like, the ride in the background, like, animal sounds. Um, So I really hated being there late at night. I hated that one. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also really hated New Fantasyland because the cart was, like, right um, outside of Gaston's and, like, the art shop. And the problem with that spot is that the playlist for New Fantasyland is really only four songs. So all day long, you're hearing the same four songs, like, repeat. And it just drives you crazy. That's a hard no. That's like, yeah, that's just rough. That's just, yeah, no. The Main Street playlist was like a solid hour of music. So that wasn't that bad. I sent you a picture of my favorite costume. (laughs) This was my Main Street costume. (laughs) You found it. Oh, it's so cute. I thought it was too. I thought like as far as my costumes went, this was the cutest. I love the pastels. I love the hat. I liked the hat. It was poofy and fun. I liked the bow tie. Like the shirt is really cute. Oh, I liked that a lot. Yeah, I just thought it was really adorable. The Main Street costume, very, very cute. I don't ever remember seeing this costume, actually, but I also don't think I went to Disney at the time that you had gone. No, I don't think so. No. Um... But these ones are really cute. I I could see you wearing that shirt on a regular basis. I would. Like if I had stolen one costume, it was it would be Yeah, I would have stolen this. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, but um, I do kind of wish I had. <laughs> it was very like if I ever see this on eBay, I would totally buy it. Just like have it. Dude, the amount of costumes I saw on sale while I was researching for this episode. Made me want to break out a new credit card that I don't have. No <laughs> credit on any of my credit cards right now. It's fine. Show me some of the costumes that you like. That are my favorite. Yeah, I think out of the traditional costumes, this one has to be my favorite. I love the conductor um, costumes for the Main Street train. I love this is so cute I think they're so so cute and they're like super simple it doesn't look like a costume doesn't read super costumey and like they also just look to be super comfortable which I know is an odd choice in terms of favorite costumes but I think it's just so classic and I also think that it's very reminiscent of like what Walt wanted Disney Walt Disney World to be So that one is like one of my favorite traditional costumes. But I think in terms of my favorite costumes, sending it to you right now. Oh, my God. I truly don't have service. I like whenever they go really hard on the theming of costumes, like with these, like with the um, railway. I saved the same photo as you. I knew we were going to save the same one. I love the Halloween party costume. The Halloween party costume is so cute. Oh my gosh. I The little apron, the shirt. Okay, can we talk about the bat headband? The bat headband. Like it's what I would so do for this. Cute. What I would do for that um apron. Like it's so so cute. I take it back. This is what I want to buy off of eBay. Like I love this. Yeah, me too. Like I would wear this in a heartbeat. It's giving me art teacher. Very much art teacher. I would wear this out, like, in public. Oh, me too. Doing my life. Yes. That apron, I would wear that apron all the time. I'm about to make it. So cute. I think it's so, so, so cute. 
I would love to have an opportunity to wear this costume, but I think it's adorable. And it's like spooky, but like child-friendly spooky. Um, if you haven't seen the photos or don't know what we're talking about, it's this really- They will be on Instagram. They will be on Instagram. Um, a midi-length purple skirt with a button-down, like half-sleeve um, button-down with a white collar- And the fabric is, like, white and yellow or orange – not white – green and orange stripes with little purple bass on it. And then there's an apron that's, like, yellow and orange with purple trim and a pocket of that green and yellow fabric. I just think that it's so cute. I think it's so, so cute. And like Ash said, the headband that they provide is a little bat. So cute. But to flip back to the bad. Bad. The bad. Um, I. You don't like this. I just can't imagine sitting in a full length polyester trench coat and pants. Like I need to remind there's pants in this costume in 90 degree humidity. This is the Tower of Terror bellhop costume. It is. Yes, this looks like a lot to me. I think thematically, it's great. Yes. Wear-wise, probably terrible. Probably devastating. Very, very hot. Thematically, it's great. I'm wondering if the coat is, like, just for the winter. Right, because I could have sworn that they had, like, something, like... Yeah, I had um, coats that went with my costumes that I could wear whenever it was cold. But I do think even the bellhop costumes are, like, long sleeves, long pants. I don't think there's, like, a shorts option. Yeah. Also, I just aesthetically hate this costume. Like, let alone, obviously, it um, being very long and just looking like a lot. I'm not truly understanding it fully. There's a lot of buttons. There are a lot of buttons. On the man's costume. Like, on the men's costume. I don't know. It's just, it's not my favorite. Why are there, like, ropes on one side? You see that, too, right? I thought that I was just imagining that. Like, why is that there? That's weird. Right? Like, it it doesn't make sense, I guess, in terms of the actual costume. Because I think they're supposed to be, like, epaulettes, but, like, I don't know. If you weren't a Tower of Terror, can you let us know what the ropes are on your shoulder? Because I really can't tell. Right? Like... Just why? I just want to know why. And I'm sure that there's some lore behind it, so I want to know what the deal is. Right? Like, I want to, if it's going to be on the costume, I want to understand why it's there. Same for the buttons. Like, why are there, like, the six set of buttons on the front of the jacket, but then it looks like there's eight other buttons underneath? And are they functional buttons? Right. Like, are they necessary? Or are they just there for visual effect? Because I feel like you could get the outlook of a bellhop without all of the additional buttons or the rope. I bet this one's just like a beast to keep in good condition because I bet the buttons are always coming off. Yeah, they don't look like they're applied like really well at all. But that's one of my least favorites. Another one of my least favorites. Which this may come as a surprise. Really? You hate the Haunted Mansion costumes, too? You know, it's not that I hate them. It's just that, like, they look so 
Dowinger. <laughs> like they look and I get it it's haunted mansion so like everyone is supposed to be mourning and it's supposed to be kind of spooky but they also I also feel like it's not spooky enough and I know that this is based off of a traditional like made costume in a hotel mm-hmm. yeah not my favorite is it the style or the colors or it's all of it it also just kind of looks suffocating but I like the little headband detail and I like the rough. Yeah. And I like color if it wasn't on this costume. A pet peeve of mine with costuming in general is that, like, because they have to make these things to just, like, fit, like, so many different sizes, the hem length is, like, not always right. And so it differs a lot from person to person. Yeah. And I think that the Haunted Mansion costume looks good whenever it's long and, like, covers the shoes. Yes. Because then it looks more, I don't know, there's something about it that looks, like, creepier, more made-like, more, like, century-appropriate. Yes. But if you have a taller person than they're meant for, then you always end up, like, seeing their, like, ugly, like, <laughs> cast member shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just looks bad. It doesn't, right. Exactly. I think that's also, like, kind of what it is. And... Maybe it's because she's walking an invisible dog where I'm like, why? <laughs> what is... Now that I'm looking at it more, I don't hate it as much as I thought that I would have. I just think that, like, if I were working at Disney, I wouldn't want to wear this costume. That's fair. That's how I'm basing it off of. Like, my list is, would I want to wear this costume? Yes or no? Actually, I think I'd made my list the same way. <laughs> yeah. Like, would I... like? Would I want to wear this on top of it being like not the cute? I just feel like I would be very overwhelmed. It looks itchy too with the sleeves with like a lace trim. And like I know that they're like these specific costumes are meant specifically for Haunted Mansion. So like you're really only guiding people along the way and making sure that people aren't like trying to dig up a graveyard. However, I. I wouldn't want to be doing very much in this costume. I wouldn't want to work at the Haunted Mansion in general. I think it would make me depressed. Because you are reliving Haunted Mansion multiple times over and over again? Or because it's Haunted Mansion? <laughs> just because it's, like, dark inside. Yeah. You know? I just kind of know myself well enough to know that that would really bum me out. <laughs> very, very valid. But then I also think about it, and it's like, all attractions are inside, No. A lot of them are. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I would have been happy, like, the poo ride. But I think most of them probably would have bummed me out to be stuck indoors. Yeah. But that is a question that they asked whenever I interviewed. They were like, do you want to be indoor or outdoors? Oh. And I was like, outdoors. Yeah. And that's why you were working at the popcorn stand. That's how I condemned myself to the <laughs> popcorn stand. Was there two evils or maybe the more evil or one? Who knows? It's... I don't know. I look back on all of it now so fondly. I'm like, oh, the popcorn cart. <laughs> but in the moment, it was like, I'm at the popcorn cart in a hurricane. I'm at the popcorn <laughs> cart, and it's 40 degrees outside, and I forgot my jacket because I didn't think I needed a jacket because I thought this was Florida. <laughs> Florida is lovely at reminding you that, like, they still get fucking cold. It was really cold. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have more costumes that you hate? No, no, actually. Now, it's my turn. Now it's the ones I like. So I did share, like, my favorite costume. Um, I think that's just, like, so classic. Um, but back to New Fantasyland, 
Oh, okay. You're still going. Okay. It's not my turn. I get it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I've got one, yeah. one more and then it's all you baby. Um, so in terms of, and these are just sketches, but I, Oh yes. Mine's on here. So the new Fantasyland costumes, I think were so, so cute as a new addition to like the costume circuit, specifically the storybook land um, costumes for Dumbo, I think are the cutest things. Um, <laughs> the male costume is so, so cute. I love the top um, and I love the striped suit um, for the women's costume. I think that it's horrible and like such a great nod to circus life. And um, I don't know, it's like very on theme and looks really cute. Um, I agree. I love the circus costumes. Were you able to wear a circus costume? No. No, I wasn't. But I think that the male costume is honestly very attractive on the men. Mm -hmm. And I think that the female costume with the pinstripe um, pantsuit is like unexpected for Disney. And it's very exciting to me. Yeah. Like I wouldn't expect... I wouldn't have expected this from Disney like 10 years ago. And then obviously they did it, but like, it's so, so cute. Um, And different enough, but obviously still on theme with the male's costume that like, it, it just looks so good. It looks so good. Mm -hmm. Basically (laughs) all of the costumes in the first quadrant um, are my favorite. So the little Drindle outfit uh-huh. Um, so, so cute. I love a good corset-ish moment, and I do love a good Brindle outfit. I don't like beer fest, but <laughs> this is very reminiscent of, like, a beer fest outfit, and I'm obsessed with it. Um, love, love, love the, like, Tiffany blue and the brown together, mm-hmm. and it's so, so cute. And the male costume that goes with this, that paired with this, was also really cute. It reminded me of Robin Hood. 10 out of 10. Amazing. Uh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. And then, again, another Drindle-inspired outfit. Um, I don't exactly know, although I'm pretty sure this was actually meant to be for Gaston and um, the Beauty and the Beast attraction um slash restaurant but the little drindle outfit with the olive green pant capris and a puff shirt yeah and then the boy equivalent um which is just like a toned down version of gaston like i think it's so good um you didn't weigh in on the red one in the middle the one under the circus costume no that was the one where i was like i love that one i love a good drindle moment and it looks like gaston oh Okay, good. Yes, yes. Because that's what I wore. The Drindle? The red vest with, like, the poofy sleeves. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was one of my costumes. Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous. It, like, it was a really well-made costume. Like, I think the new Fantasyland costumes marked a change in how they were, like, designing and constructing these things. Yeah. Because it was, like, I mean, just light years better <laughs> than my other costumes. They looked really really good on 
Like, mm-hmm. I remember going to Disney and being like, if I were to work at Disney World, I would want to be in New Fantasyland. I think their costumes, yeah. like, their costumes are just so, so cute. I think so, too. I think they did such a good job designing all of those. And I feel like that same, um, like, care of design went into the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge costumes. Yes. Where they're just, like, very well-themed. They seem very well-constructed. It's not just, like, a shirt and some pants and a cowboy hat. Like, it looks like they've put a lot of thought into what people would wear in these environments. Which, back to Galaxy's Edge, because I know a couple of episodes ago, we did kind of go in on how we thought, like, it was themed and everything. And that we, like, they, we thought that they could have done better. But if, like, you're really looking at the details of it, like, they did put in a lot of effort to make this as immersive as possible. For sure. Like, I guess, in the parameters that they had. I want them to go one step further and allow people in Galaxy's Edge and Tomorrowland to have colorful hair. Yes. Because I think, like, that would make sense. You're in space. It's the future. Well, I mean, I know Star Wars is, like, in a galaxy far, far away (laughs) or whatever. Um, But does that mean, wait, is Star Wars set in the past? Or is it just far away? Star Wars, that it's in a galaxy far, far away. And not in the past nor the future. That it's just in a galaxy from ours. Oh, you know what? I am, I know so little about Star Wars that I thought, wow, I'm an idiot. I know it literally says in a galaxy far, far away. I interpreted that as a long, long time ago. No, I could see it though. I could see it. I was literally thinking this was like alternate Earth, like millions of years ago. No. Yeah, and this was sort of like you know, like Atlantis, like a society rose up and then it fell. Humanity has fucked, and we lost the technology. Humanity has fucked <laughs> a lot, but I hope that like you know, Star Wars happened in the past then we would have kept at least some of that technology. Like give me the millennium Falcon in real life. Am I right? Wow. Um, I'm having a total brain blast. We have to watch star Wars. I don't know what it is about. (laughs) We have to watch star Wars. I just want people to know on this podcast for all of our listeners that me and my partner watched put on star Wars. And he was like, I'm going to put star Wars on. I was like, okay. Yeah. And he was like, do you mind which one? And I was like, no, it doesn't matter. Um, But, like, I usually start from the beginning. And so he puts on episode one. And I'm like, (laughs) I thought we were going to watch it from the beginning. And he was like, no, but this is the beginning. And I looked at incredibly, incredibly. I can't tell if I'm pronouncing that word correctly. Incredulously. Incredulously. I looked at him incredulously. It was like, why of all things would you put on episode one? He was like, it's the best one. It's the best one. It's the best one. I don't know much about Star Wars, but I know people hate that movie. I, it's just not, and like, I love baby Anakin, not baby baby Anakin, but like, I love Hayden Christensen. I hate the second trilogy. I would much prefer to watch the first trilogy over and over again. He was so confident. So confident. He's like, this is the best one. You meet Anakin. Like, Anakin doesn't do shit. 
first does he like jar jar you right like i love jar jar but like that's it okay like it's not like anyway i digress this is not a star wars episode not yet but i think i need to watch it because i'm literally still sitting here reeling over the fact that like this isn't just like past earth this is this is this is in a galaxy far far away wow the war of the stars she's gonna think about this for the rest of the week now <laughs> i really am hmm okay we have to do star wars episodes because yes. like oh, what i'm gonna learn so well, much you are going to learn so 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 much do you have other costumes to share or is that yeah, so that's 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 everything that's all i got oh hell yeah it's my turn okay here we go it's last time to shine here is the first costume Oh, these are so cute. Are you serious? I think this is the ugliest thing in the world. You don't like these? No. Whenever they first told me I was in quick service, I was like (laughs) sweating bullets over the possibility of having to wear this costume. I was like, I cannot wear a bonnet, whatever, apron, frilly sleeve, all of this. I can't do this. I can't do this. Um, And thank God I didn't get this one. It has a lot going on. This is like a, this is what they wear throughout Liberty Square. All of the women wear these dresses. It's like a blue pastel dress with a white apron and a white bonnet. And I hate the bonnet. It looks very Mormon. It does. It looks very Mormon. Or like Little House on the Prairie. Very Prairie. Very, very Prairie. Have you ever had to wear this costume? No. Quick service gods looked out for you. I know. They were like, you get popcorn cart, but like, you don't have to do this. Yeah. Scrub that popcorn cart, but at least you're not wearing this. I actually love this. I think it's so cute. Would I want to wear it? I do actually kind of want to wear it. I'd feel very uncomfortable in it though, because like, this is just not who I am as a person at all whatsoever. However, Mm -hmm. it's a very cute costume. I think this is just, like, the dowdiest costume that they have. You really think so? I just really hate it. I have this visceral reaction. I think it's the bonnet. I hate the bonnet. Bonnet. The bonnet skeeves me out. I don't like a true prairie bonnet. I think they're a Mm -hmm. little weird. Yeah, it really freaks me out. Valid. Okay, so the other two costumes that I was going to send you that I hated are my costumes that I already shared. Um... I also really hate this costume on the right. This is the quick service costume for um, Wilderness Lodge in the Roaring Fork. I just think it's like so. The person on the right isn't wearing shoes in this photo. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know like what I want to do because I don't really want to like out these people on Instagram in their costume. So I might like crop all the photos. (laughs) yeah we might have to just to like protect them a little bit yeah maybe cross out her name yeah that's what i'm thinking too yeah um but i just think this cost no i just think it's so unimaginative it's like here you go here's some brown pants and like an ugly shirt and then a red apron yeah they really they really said wilderness i could get this at any thrift store yeah, it just feels like they went to Goodwill and they just grabbed a few things and they were like, that's a good costume. <laughs> yeah, like this is fine. 
Um, I don't hate it as much as you do. I actually okay. like that top. Like, I think I would wear that. I would not wear that top because I don't wear button downs like that unless they're like mm-hmm. XLs. However, I like, like, if I had a choice of ugliest costume between the two that you just sent me, I'd say mm-hmm. the one on the left. Well, yeah, that's a mess too. I don't know what that is. All of it is a mess. I'm honestly not sure, like, where you wear that. Like, I don't recognize it at all. Right? Like, maybe it's guest services at some hotel. I'm wondering, like, Polynesian, maybe? Because it has, like, a tropical vibe. Yeah. But again, it's just, like, they didn't think that hard about this. It's not imaginative at all. It's kind of just, Mm -hmm. like, okay, here we go. There, there it is. Yeah. And I, I unfortunately feel like there are a lot of roles that have kind of similar costumes where it's just like, ah, here's the pants and the shirt and, you know, go do your job. Yeah. Like, it's fine. There's no magic yeah. in it. Yeah. Uh, and I just feel like, you know, there are exciting costumes like the Haunted Mansion costume or um, I don't know, just other roles. And then there's like costumes like that that are like, oh, this is what I'm yeah. really wearing every day. Mm-hmm. So I hope that Disney can, like, rejudge some of these in the future. Just a little bit. Because all roles matter. Like, of course, everybody wants to be, like, a glamorous Jungle Cruise skipper or, like, cast into entertainment. But, like, every single role is necessary at Disney. So, like, it would be nice yeah. if Disney could, like, put a little bit of, a little bit of spark into some of these costumes to show that. Right. Because, like, I don't know. It's kind of important, especially when you're sitting there all da- goddamn day. Mm-hmm. I was going to send you my top three costumes that I wanted to wear. Okay. I'm so excited. Okay. This is my number one most loved costume in all of Disney World. And I fear it is on borrowed time. Oh, this is so cute. This is the Animal Kingdom, Dino Land, Chester and Hester costume. It is so chaotic. I love it so much. But, like, it's so cute. I love how kitschy it is. I, me too. It's just so fun. It's so, so cute. I love the color-blocked uh, bowling ball, bowling shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I yes. love the dino print pants. I, I love, love the, the pants. I love the little paws on the, little the paw prints. <laughs> I would openly wear this outfit. I would too. Like if I, I wouldn't wear it all together at once in public, but if I had these pants, I would 100% wear them out. That shirt, 100% would wear it out. Like it's so, so, so cute. Um, and I love how like perfectly oversized it is. I, I love this costume. Yeah. I would have done anything to wear this. I'm saving this costume. It is so cute. Another one that if I ever see it on eBay, I'm just going to buy it because, like. Especially that shirt, like, because, like, it's also not completely outrageous. I know. not outrageous at all. Yeah. I feel like if you wore just a skirt with this top, like, it's fine. You can wear that anywhere. And it's, like, fun and quirky, Mm -hmm. but, like, not crazy. No. The whole outfit. I even think these pants. Yeah. I think these pants. You wear it with, like, a black sweater or, like, some kind yeah. of blouse. It's fine. <laughs> it's easy. 
You wore it's a, cute a statement little piece. Top. Right. Some boots, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Some black booties with that, adorable. So, so, so cute. Obsessed with that one. Love it so much. Yeah. And I just, I'm so worried about the future of Dino Land. Like, I know they're not going to keep oh. that thing around. No, they're not. I, it makes me really sad, especially since they just tore down from Evil World. Like I know. Dinoland, it's got very limited days. And I'm so upset because I haven't been to Dinoland in over 10 years. And oh. I love Dinoland. I'm going to chain myself to like something in it because it is, you can't take it from me. I am part of... The very, very, very small percentage of people who love the dinosaur ride. Oh, that's my favorite ride. I am obsessed with it. I think it's so fun. And it's also, like, still kind of scary. Oh, it's totally scary. That's why I like it. It's, like, so fun, so scary. No matter how many times I ride it, I still am, like, laughing and, like, feeling the adrenaline. It's amazing. It's, It's just such a good ride. And I don't know what I'm going to do if they remove Dinoland completely. Like, I will be very upset. Very, very upset. And yes, I know that I could find giant dinosaur attractions anywhere across the United States of America. But it's not the same. It is not the same. Yeah, Dinoland was, like, pivotal for me early on. Like, that's why I like dinosaurs. Like, I got really into paleontology and then, like, anthropology. And it was solely because of dino land because it was so fun to me and like so cool whenever i was a kid and it just like imprinted on me so then i was like i like dinosaurs and other bones yes we love other bones and also dinosaurs okay so i've i'm considering buying the pants i found the pants on ebay found the pants on ebay i was literally just about to look up the shirt (laughs) because i know we have to find the shirt too Oh my god, they had a shorts version too. Shorts version? Ugh. And it's basically, it's like just the pants only short <laughs> because it still has the paw prints on it. How much is the shirt? Or how much is the pants? These shorts are $75. Okay, honestly though, that's not bad. That's, that might be worth it. I'm considering it. Mm, this might be worth it to me. <laughs> I think it's worth it. Actually, don't listen to me. Don't don't listen to... Are you just saying that because you want to buy it? I know, so I can live vicariously through you. <laughs> I'm looking to see if I can find any of my old costumes on eBay. <laughs> you know where we have to go? We hmm. need to go to that weird... Um, it's not weird. It's the Disney like extras store where they just like take all the extra Disney merch and they sell it for like, do you mean the cast member store or is there? No. Okay. There's a, there, so there's like a handful. There's the Disney shop. There's the Disney world um, merch store, which I don't know the name of it, but it basically gets all of the like extra merch from Disney world. And then they sell it for like, a fraction of the price like whoa like 40 it's like 40 percent of the original price so it's like 60 70 80 percent off um oh my god and so there's that store and then there's also the um vintage store that's in Kissimmee slash um Orlando area 
um, or in the surrounding areas. I don't really remember, but it has all of these super old Disney merch. So there's Disney's character warehouse, and then there's the forever vintage store. There's character corner, and then Lakeland Antique Mall. Lakeland Antique Mall is our best bet, I think, for old costumes because they have, like, old everything. I want to do this so badly. I think we should do it at some point. We need to take a trip to Orlando, yeah, and just, like, hit this up. Hmm. (laughs) Okay, I have to send you my two last ones because I'm getting very sleepy, so let me knock these out. Oh, I love this costume. Okay, so also whenever they told me quick service, I was like, please let me be in Hollywood Studios wearing this costume. I think it's so cute. I don't get the shorts, but. I always thought that it was a dress. And then I realized, I don't know, I like asked around at one point whenever I was working there because I was like, I'm obsessed with the costume for, um, I can't remember the place. Okay, this is the costume from Fairfax Fair in Hollywood Studios. I think it's really cute. I just, I love it. I love the sunflower um, apron. I love the polka dots. I love the hat and the apron. The apron is so, yeah. so cute. It's quirky. And so that's why I like it. Like I would be, I would be fine if we didn't, if like the shorts didn't have to be a thing. Mm-hmm. I think the apron like is super cute as a little skirt moment. I agree. Um, but yeah, very, very cute imagine this is a fit but like for real life and it doesn't have the shorts it just ends at the apron that's what i'm saying like it's so so cute like that is very much like me 10 years ago and you now yeah for sure i love so true oh i just wanted everyone to know that i only wear black always that's it yeah interesting yeah anyway go ahead what were you gonna say before i I was going to say that I'm surprised that there hasn't been anyone who's like popped up who makes kind of like modified Disney costumes as clothes. It's an idea. It's an idea. Like I know that there's the dress shop that does like, you know, dresses inspired by Disney costumes, but I'm kind of surprised that no one's ever just looked at Disney costumes and been like, I'm going to make these into actual fits for like real life people to wear. (laughs) Do you think it might be a cease and desist situation oh for sure for sure (laughs) we should continue to pursue it regardless i do because i think it's gonna take a long time for them to shut you down and like the other thing is that like disney used to traditionally i would say like 80s and 90s incredibly litigious like they would come after you for nothing there's that like really infamous case of like a daycare that like painted disney characters on the walls and disney like showed up and was like you have to repaint all of this right now because you don't have a license to our characters so like screw you children oh no i was gonna say that's what happened with um that little boy's gravestone that they had you didn't hear about that they had spider they had spider-man on the gravestone and the um disney corporation because it's not just Marvel now, uh, sent a cease and desist letter to the parents of, yeah, look it up. It's bad. It's bad. What? Yeah. Oh my God. This was 2019. Yeah. Cause I feel like they've become a lot less litigious in recent years because they just let like small shops 
make yeah. tons of Disney merch, you know? Mm-hmm. Like everyone's doing that now on Etsy. Everyone has their own ears shop and they're just kind of like, whatever, we'll just let you do it. And then if your designs are good enough, we'll copy them. Right. And or make our own merch. Or or we'll be go a cake worthy route or like a lounge fly yeah. route. But yeah, no, they sent like a proper cease and desist letter to the parents of this like to the parents who were grieving. A representative from Disney said the decision had been made as a result of a policy that started with Walt Disney himself, which does not permit the use of characters on headstones. Disney has since told the Jones family it would be happy to provide them with a hand-inked, personalized, commemorative cell for Ollie. Well, you better do something. (laughs) Something. I don't know if they closed um, the case or not, but yeah, not, not, not the best. That is nuts. Isn't that crazy? And you have to ask yourself, like, I understand you want to preserve the integrity of your IP, but But is it worth it to, like, cause this much of a stink over it? Especially when it became, when it's obviously public news. Yeah. Like, was it, was it worth it? It cannot have been worth it. No. Also, I've, like, I don't want to send them off. I don't want to send them out to attack more people but like i have seen a lot of graveyards that have mickey mouse on tombstones what i'm saying like you guys need to (laughs) reevaluate respect that walt disney created this policy however to quote 2015 cinderella just because it's what's done doesn't mean it's what should be done bingo (laughs) snaps into the microphone that was very difficult. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, not not good, not good. The reason why I never saw this news is because it was July of 2019 whenever Seth and I started dating. So I was like, no. love coma. Yeah, yep. Did That's not so think. That's really funny. Um, oh, and it was like a few days before the bar exam too. So I was probably like having a mental breakdown. Oh, yeah. You were definitely not like mentally here. <laughs> no. Okay. Final costume. These ones are so cute. I love these. These are merchandise costumes um, in Hollywood studios. They're so, so cute. It's very 50s style, which I know is like your favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of the dress situation. I think it just reads to Christmas. It is very Christmas. The red and the green. Yeah. But I love the silhouette. I love the pairing of the dress and the or the shirt and the skirt. Um, and how they integrated the print of this shirt mm-hmm. into the skirt. Um, very, very cute. Yeah, there's thought here. Yes. The men's costume is fine. It's just a regular, schmegular, like, looks like something that Walt would wear. Uh huh. <laughs> it's just like a 50s <laughs> man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but giving me cathartic circle. Actually, yeah, to clarify, the female costume is something I've seen in Hollywood studios before, but I actually think that the male costume. Like, I think that they repurposed the female costume and then rolled out the male costume for um, California Adventure. Yeah, like for Cathartic Circle. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I but don't know. I'm I haven't been. 
Yeah. I mean, at this point, if you've stayed on long enough, you know that I don't pronounce words correctly ever. We're doing our best. We're trying really, really hard. We try so we hard. Appreciate it. We do try. We, we appreciate like all five of you. We do. No, we're genuinely like very appreciative. <laughs> um, yeah. If you've stuck on long enough, thank you. And we're appreciative. I think that's a nice way to wrap this up. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening all this time. I think this should be our 10th episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can do imaginary person in this. Yeah. Wow. 10 episodes. I'm so proud of us. I never thought we'd make it this far. <laughs> I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely proud of us. I don't think that we've ever stuck to anything this long. No, I mean, not to drag us, but like our, our creativity and our inspiration is always there, but our follow through is not always there. It's not. The amount of unfinished projects um, or dropped projects that we had worked on in the past. Yeah a lot we had a fashion blog for like one post each and then we were like we're done <laughs> we made like three fashion blogs we did it was actually out of control we kept thinking we were gonna <laughs> get one that was gonna work but we just never yeah. had the motivation you know mental illness is a crazy thing. <laughs> mental instability wild and we are fighting through it each and every day to bring you this podcast <laughs> literally we are but we are are you okay? The sound just happened and it hasn't happened in like weeks. The ghost? The fairy? It literally has not happened in weeks. Like I put a protection spell on my house. Oh, I have goosebumps. It's yeah. It wasn't loud. It wasn't like a full on rattle. But I heard it. You heard that too, right? Yeah, I heard it through your microphone. Yeah. Anyway. The veil is thinning. Thinning. <laughs> I'm trying to think of when I did my protection spell, and I'm thinking that I might have to redo it. Yeah. It's been like a month. I mean, it's wearing off. <laughs> they are coming. <laughs> They're coming. They're... It's a good thing I'm leaving my house. You had to go to Salem. <laughs> I'm really excited. This is the first time I'm going to Salem, so... Um... My friend made a a very loose itinerary and I'm excited to see like all of the things. Um, And it's not on her itinerary, but I really want to see Giles Quarry's Mm -hmm. um, stone. Oh my gosh, she has so much on this itinerary. Is she a Virgo? She is a Virgo. hilarious. (laughs) I literally, first of all, she was texting me throughout the day and she was just like, okay, yeah. So this is my outfit for Salem Night Market. Also, this is the flyer for the party on Saturday. Also, I'm just going to update my Instagram with all of my portfolio work over the last like seven months. Also, here's an itinerary that's typesetted, like so prettily, has different type, like fonts in it. And I'm just like, so did you take Adderall today? Mm -hmm. Because I'm never this productive. Yeah. Like, and she was like, hee hee. The Virgo in me is out. It is like, wild. Clear. Like my Virgo moon takes over and I'll be standing in front of the fridge just dictating what we're going to eat for like every single meal for like the next seven days. I wish I had that. 
though. Like, I truly wish I had that. Like, Seth, sometimes I think it's overwhelmed because I'll just start talking. And I'm like, on Saturday, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We have to go here. We have to do that. I have to mail this package. So you need to take me to the post office. Like, you know, like, I'm just like, <laughs> I, I just go and go and go. And then he'll be like, like, I'm overwhelmed. I need you to stop talking. Yeah. Bitsy's the same way. He's just like, just let me know what we're doing when we need to do it. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I need to prep you mentally. I know. I need to mentally you. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of an extremely goofy podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Thanks for listening. She's going to sing Kool-Aid Moon. We'll have all of our links in the description. Follow us where you can. Bye. Bye.